It's time to get off the struggle bus, my love, because guess what? Success doesn't have to be hard won. No huge sacrifice is actually required. I'm living, breathing proof of that. I've grown my business fast, but more importantly, I've grown it with ease and I've grown it while having fun along the way and showing up as the kind of physically and mentally present mother I want to be. Those are my non-negotiables. If success hasn't felt forthcoming to you, if you've been struggling to grow your business or feeling overwhelmed or maybe even struggling to get your business off the ground at all, then this episode is for you. I'm sharing the top three things that grew my business fast so you can implement these things in your life and business and enjoy the easy breezy path to success like me. Doesn't that sound like more fun? Oh, and I also have some exciting news to share with you. So let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. Welcome back to the show. Before we get stuck in, I just want to thank you so much for your messages about last week's episode. I'm not going to lie, I did feel a little bit vulnerable sharing passages directly from my journal. But I'm so pleased that I did because so many of you told me that it really resonated with you. So I really appreciate you for telling me that. So have you been having a good week? As I'm recording this, my past week has been really fun. I was featured as an expert in a piece on innovation and small businesses for NatWest Bank's website. I'll link that up in the show notes in case you want to have a read. And it was really perfect timing because I'm going to be touching on the subject of innovation later on today's show because it actually relates to some exciting news that I have to share. But this week was also kind of funny because I had all manner of extra guests on my private coaching calls with my clients. What do I mean by extra guests? Well, pets and children, dogs, cats, kids, all kinds of things were happening. I had one of my client's dog kept trying to jump up on her chair while she was chatting to me. Another client's dog was barking to get our attention. One of my client's cats was le- kept leaping onto her keyboard. We had children coming in. Um, bless one of my client's sons. He actually vomited way through one of our coaching calls this week. Well, I'm only laughing because I know he's okay. Obviously, I wouldn't normally laugh at that. And this sort of thing, of course, happens from time to time. But it was just so funny because it was just a recurring theme all week. And actually, it made me really grateful in a kind of funny way. Because as mothers and business owners, we're all in this together. It doesn't have to look perfect, right? And as a mum myself, if one of my clients' kids interrupts, I get it. And I'm supporting my clients in making their business successful because they are mothers, right? Not in spite of it. So this kind of served as a lovely reminder of that. (laughs) Anyway, let's crack on with today's show, shall we? I just want to share with you today the top three things that grew my business and grew it fast, but not just fast, with ease. I think that's really important. 
I did this without hustle, without grind, without overwhelm, without sacrificing time with my family, none of that crap. So if you've been listening to the show for any length of time by now, you'll know that my business took off incredibly quickly. I replaced my corporate salary within three months of launching my business and doubled that within seven and have continued to scale my revenue from there. Because I talk about that together with the fact that I achieved all this while working 25 hours a week max, most of the time less, I get a lot of questions of, but how, Corey? how, how did you make that happen? So if you're feeling like you want to be getting bigger and better cash results, but also enjoying yourself as you do it and not succumbing to overwhelm, then listen in because I'm breaking this down into the three things that grew my business fast so that you can implement these in your own life and business and enjoy that speedy and easy and joy-filled success yourself. Does that sound good? Great. Let's do it. Really, my aim with today's show is yes to share these three tips so that you can totally steal, copy and replicate them yourself. That's the point. But more than that, my aim is to dispel this myth that success needs to be hard won, that it needs to require a lot of hard work, difficulties, uphill struggles, or that success will come as a price, whether that be stress and result in ill health, which as you know, if you listen to last week's episode and my journal entries, was something I was totally afraid of previously, whether that be sacrificing family time or even just sacrificing time for yourself. It really, really doesn't have to be that way. So I'm going to keep talking about how I've done things differently, by which I mean easily, and how I've embraced creating success with ease, with speed and with joy, because that's what I want for you as well. Why struggle if you don't need to? Okay, so let's get to it. The three things that grew my business fast. Number one. Okay, so the very first thing that I invested in in my business was coaching support. I actually did a group coaching program before I enlisted the help of my current coach who I've been with since like before my business was actually even a real thing. And although that group program was really useful and I did learn a lot from it in terms of how I could establish my business and get it off the ground, it made me really realize that I wanted one-to-one support. So whether you're looking at the group program or my coach, the very first thing that I invested in in my business was myself by investing in that support. And I think it's really important personally, because this has been my experience, and I've seen this play out obviously with my private coaching clients as well, is to find a good coach or mentor and go deep, by which I mean don't hop about from one coach to another if you feel like the person that you have found can support you longer term. So I think it's easy to feel like you need to kind of climb a ladder of coaches somehow or, oh, I'll use this coach to learn this thing and then that coach to learn another. And of course, you know, if you did find that you invested in a coach and that she wasn't the right fit for you, then you may well want to move on. And certainly I've had a number of my private coaching clients come to me because their previous coach wasn't a great fit. Often it's because that person wasn't a mother and just really didn't get it. 
That's kind of as a side note there. But for me, because I was fortunate that I spent, well, I spent quite a lot of time researching coaches and making sure that I was making just the right decision. I really trusted my instinct as well. Because I found a coach that was so good for me, I have no plans of leaving her. I'm well into, I think, at least my third term. We might be coming up to our fourth term of working together. And I have no plans of going anywhere to anyone else because I think there's so much value in continuing continuing to build on that relationship and the longer that you have somebody working with you that understands you then the bigger and better the results that you two can achieve together so like I said coaching was the very first thing I invested in I think that was really important actually in terms of growing my business fast for a couple of reasons first of all when you invest in yourself and you invest in yourself by investing in a coach and somebody who is at least a couple of steps ahead of you then you are shortcutting your way to success you are saving yourself so much time and so much struggle and that's one of the reasons why I have been able to grow my business um, especially in the early days easily was because I was learning from somebody who had already done it successfully. And now that's the same, of course, for my clients is they get to escalate their results and do things more easily for them because I'm able to pass on what I've learned to them so that they can shortcut their way to success. So it saves you so much time and struggle. And the second reason why investing in coaching and this type of support is really important if you want to grow and grow easily is that it avoids you sort of zigzagging all over the place. Now, before I invested in any coaching, I did spend quite a lot of time online, yes, learning about setting up an online business and marketing and all that jazz, but also I was hopping from one shiny object to another during that time. Let me know if you've been there. I'm sure many of you will relate, you know, watching somebody's webinar on this and thinking that's the thing that you need to do and then downloading a checklist on that and thinking that's the thing that you need to do and then finding someone's free live stream training on another thing and thinking that's the shiny object, the silver bullet that you need and hopping about from one thing to another effectively throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And when you approach your business in that kind of haphazard, zigzaggy way, of course, your path to success isn't straight. Not that it's ever totally straight, of course, but it's not as straight as it could be. And it wastes a lot of time detouring one way or another. And having somebody to support you and to keep you on the straight and narrow and and keep you sticking to one strategy and showing up and applying that strategy is so fundamental to growing your business fast and easily. And the thing with zigzagging all over the place like that is, is it often comes with a ton of, of self-doubt. Like, is this the thing? Should I be doing this? And, oh, it doesn't look like it's quite worked. Oh, maybe it's not the right thing then. Oh, there's something else over here I want to try. So you kind of up and down emotionally as well as just in terms of with your actions. So that's why investing in coaching and mentoring is a really great way of helping you bypass all of that. Another reason why investing in support is something that's going to help you grow your business and grow my business quickly is it takes the pressure off of you and it takes the pressure off of your relationship. So I've mentioned this briefly in one of my previous episodes about what to do when your husband's not on board. But one of the added benefits of investing in a coach or mentor 
is that of course you have that person now to be your sounding board to help you make decisions that are right for you and your family and for your business. And so you're not, first of all, you're making those decisions in a silo on your own, which can feel very pressured when it's all on you to figure things out. And you don't know if this is the right thing or not. And you find yourself not necessarily trusting your gut instinct often when you're making decisions in that kind of siloed bubble. And also, like I've spoken about before on the show, I found that when I was trying to talk to my husband a lot about problems or challenges in my business, I just wanted to get things off of my chest because it felt like I needed that release. But he misunderstood a lot of the time and would feel like I was looking for answers from him. And of course, he doesn't have his own online business, so he couldn't possibly be the right person to give me that advice as bright as he is. It's just not his area of expertise. So actually, something that was a nice byproduct of investing in coaching for myself and I've had a lot of my clients reflect this back to me in their situations as well, is it just takes the pressure. It takes the pressure off of you to make all the decisions on your own and it takes the pressure off of your relationship, which is quite nice too. So that means that, you know, you can absolutely share about your business with your partner or the half, but you don't have to. They're not the only person there supporting you. This is another reason why investing in support was so useful for me and made things much more easy on me because I removed that pressure from myself and from my relationships. Okay, and then another reason why investing in coaching is such a great way to grow and grow with ease is because of the insights that a coach or mentor will be able to share with you. And I don't just mean insights into their own business and how they've done things and how they've achieved success, which yes, is useful. But there is just something so effective about having another pair of eyes often really unbiased, viewing you, your actions, your strategy, your business, your mindset from an outside perspective. A good coach will spot the kind of patterns that keep recurring that perhaps aren't so helpful for you or help you spot and identify strengths that you can really lean into and really leverage to make your business more fun and grow even bigger and better. So having that outside perspective is so useful in terms of helping you grow. I absolutely love it when I can help my clients shine a light on something. There's absolute like, oh, I didn't realize that's what's happening, but you're so right kind of moments when their mindset just shifts and they see things differently and they feel lighter and they can move forward faster. So it's another way of processing those things, working through the limiting thoughts and perhaps limiting actions as a result that creep in for all of us. We're just humans. It's natural, right? Having that support is so critical to growing your business in a way that doesn't feel burdensome and overwhelming. Because like I said, you can have somebody that's spotting those patterns and recognizing things that are keeping you stuck when so often when it's our own businesses we can't see the wood for the trees we're so in it Um, we're so involved in it to have somebody that is taking that step back and can help you with that perspective that kind of high level view of what's happening here will help you shine a light on those stories perhaps that you're harboring or limiting beliefs and the ways that you're staying stuck means that you don't have to stay stuck and you can move forward quicker So those are some of the reasons why I think that investing in support for me has helped my business grow really quickly, but also really easily. And also, like I said, I see that playing out for my clients too, of course. 
so one of the ways in which I support my clients, and of course, it would depend on the type of uh, coach or mentor that you would want to invest in that you would feel is right for you. But I always help my clients with strategy and mindset. I feel like we cannot separate the two. We can create a great strategy for your business. If your mindset's not on board, you're not going to be taking the actions with the same energy and effectiveness, therefore, with applying that strategy as you would if your mindset is really on point and you're really on the game. And I feel like that second part, the mindset piece, is something that often, not always, new business owners really underestimate how valuable that is. I know that very early on, I underestimated that myself. And one of the first things I was excited to work on with my coach was getting my strategy shaped up for my business because I came from a very sort of strategy-driven environment in the corporate space, of course. But actually, I know that one of the reasons why I continue investing in myself and that support from my coach is not for the strategy so much anymore. Although, of course, she does give me some help and advice there. But I feel like that's the sort of thing I could probably manage just fine on my own by now. But it's it's the mindset piece that I actually continue to engage her services for because You cannot coach yourself, especially when it comes to mindset and staying on point and keeping your brain sharp. You know, there's that great phrase that if you want to chop down a tree or yeah, fell a tree, you're going to, and you've got four hours, you should spend three hours sharpening the saw. And that's so true with business. I have seen it time and time again in my business and in my clients' businesses that when we invest the time and effort and energy into getting our mindset on point, everything else in our business happens with so much ease and we don't have to struggle. And it's when we neglect that mindset piece and we get into bad habits and we're not taking care of ourselves mindset-wise that things start to grind to a bit of a halt or feel sticky or uncomfortable or like an uphill struggle. So I really now acknowledge the massive value of having that ongoing mindset support for myself and I see it with my clients and actually (laughs) my coach and I have a a bit of a kind of ongoing joke that we say with coaching because we have sort of similar styles in many ways of coaching that people come for the strategy but stay for the mindset (laughs) and it's so true okay and really your business growth is tied to your personal growth I really didn't realize before I got into the online business space how much of a personal growth journey. Now, I know that's kind of a cheesy phrase that gets banded about, but it's true. How much of a personal growth journey it is having, starting, growing your own business because your business will succeed or fail, I believe, based on how you feel. (laughs) So it's so important to have that correct support in place. It's the same as if you were a top athlete, you wouldn't expect to be able to perform at your peak without any other kind of professionals to help you. You would probably have some kind of nutritional coach, you would probably have a physiotherapist, and you would definitely have a kind of sports performance coach or whatever they're called in that industry. And I think it's the same for us as business owners. We need to recognize the areas of support that we need and in Engage that support so that we can move forward with so much more ease and so much more quickly. Okay, so I've been talking about support as being one of the top three things that grew my business fast, but also with ease and also in a way that's feeling joy filled. And 
like I said, coaching and mentoring, I think, is the the first thing that you should really be investing in because everything else will fall into place after that and be supported after that. But of course, a second component of support is other support within your business. So it could be engaging the services of a bookkeeper or accountant. It could be employing somebody to help you with some of the legal aspects of running your business. It could be hiring a VA or similar and as you ladies know, I have now at this point three VAs. So I have my generalist VA, Carly, who is like my right-hand woman, who is amazing and so important to the smooth running of my business and makes it possible for me to keep growing my business with ease and speed. And I also have two technical VAs as well. One, Claire, who manages uh, pretty much everything online for me in terms of my website and the shop that we're building at the moment. And then my other tech VA, Kim, who is producing this podcast and who does an amazing job of making this sound incredible. So I have all manner of support now in my business and I've engaged that support as my business has grown. However, here's the thing, here's the mistake that I see lots of business owners make is that you need to engage that support just before you're ready for it and not wait until a certain arbitrary thing happens. For example, when I was looking to increase my private client coaching load, so I was fully booked, but I was feeling like I'm kind of ready to take on an additional two clients. I feel like I can handle it. I feel like I'm at that point in my business and I'm ready for that. And I was having a number of discovery calls with potential clients and I kept hearing the same thing. I kept hearing, uh, yes, I really want to work with you, but now is not a right good time. Now, I'm of the opinion, and I might do a separate episode on this, I'm of the opinion that when you keep hearing a certain objection back to you, <laughs> that it's a reflection of something going on with you. And so I ha had a like, look at what I'm doing with my business and I realized that actually, although I was saying I wanted two more clients, I didn't understand how I was going to make that work. And this was the point before I had any support other than my coach and my accountant. I didn't have any VAs on board. And I realized, oh, I need to make the space and then the clients can come in. And so that's when I brought Carly into the team. And within, I think it was, I can't remember the exact dates, so and I have to remind myself, but her and I had a conversation and she said she could start work in two weeks. And I think it was one week after that conversation, I signed one of the, the two clients that I was looking to bring on. And the day after she started working in my business, I signed to second. To me, that's not a coincidence. You make the space for these things and then they can happen. And so my point here is that you need to make the space first by getting the support to actually bring about the result that you're looking to achieve. And so often we say, when I achieve this thing, when I hit this goal, then I will hire the support that I need. But so often that's what keeps us stuck. And we actually need to have a small leap of faith, engage that support a little bit earlier, and then the thing will happen. So we get it the wrong way around. And the other thing is that as mothers and business owners, I think we need to get on board with the fact that we have to invest in support sooner than perhaps other people 
if we really value that flexibility with our in our business and we really want to grow our business without growing our hours all the time. So some young <laughs> whippersnapper entrepreneur with no real ties, no massive responsibilities can, of course, work all hours if he or she wants to in their business. But I'm thinking that if you're listening to this show, you're not really down with that. You want to, like me, work a maximum number of hours a week and not any more ever. And you don't want to have your business grind to a halt because you can't work more hours. So of course, the way to grow your business often is by getting some support with some of the activities that you're not doing absolutely everything yourself. And I think we need to be okay and get on board with doing that sooner than feels kind of warranted. I'm using air quotes there. And sooner than I think an outsider would think is necessary. But when you do, when you can invest and engage in that support, your business will grow quicker so often. Okay, so that was number one was support. Now, number two, the second thing (laughs) that helped me grow my business with such speed and such ease Did you think we'd make it through a whole episode without really digging into mindset? You didn't think that, did you? You should know me better than that by now. Mindset underpins everything you do. Now, I mentioned that support, actually investing in the right coach or mentor is critical to having that mindset support. But, you know, you need to take charge of your mindset. You need to, I don't know, invest in that support if that's one of the things that you need to be doing, but also just be very proactive with doing the things that you can be doing to keep your mindset on point. It underpins everything. If you're not feeling on top of your game mentally, then it's that energy of feeling a bit meh or a bit you know, uh, unsure of what you're doing or a bit lackluster, it's going to creep into all of the action that you take in your business and impact your results ultimately. And it's going to often, you know, often your mindset is the only difference between business feeling fun and business feeling like hard work because we can decide which way it is. We can decide what's true for us. And so when you work on your mindset to make a decision that actually I believe the business gets to be fun and easy, which is something that I've obviously been doing, then guess what? Business does get to be fun and easy. So it isn't a nice to have. It's an essential, in my opinion, working on your mindset. Thankfully, I realized this very early on in my business and I created a mindset practice for myself that actually (laughs) worked comfortably within my life as a mother and business owner because I don't know about you but I've seen a ton of people waving around here's my best way to work on your mindset and it only involves three hours a day (laughs) I mean as a mother and business owner that's not always realistic is it and so I actually spent a lot of time figuring out how I could create a really great success habit of working on my mindset in a way that supports me and my business, but without me feeling like it was some big time burden that I had to squeeze into my days. So when I actually found what worked for me and implemented it on a regular basis, I'm talking daily, so particularly any work day, but now I'm at the point where I will do mindset work even on a weekend when I'm not working and I'm with my daughter, but just because I show up as a a better mother when I've done a little bit of mindset work first. And since I adopted that practice, 
fairly early on in my business, that's one of the things that really skyrocketed my results. It was actually kind of an alarming rate that things took off when they did. I had a first couple of months in business, which I'm going to be honest with you, I was doing a lot of groundwork and I found a little bit of a struggle as so many people do early on in terms of I just didn't totally have faith in myself at that point. It was dipping a little bit. It's easy to feel like, well, once I've booked my first client, then I'll feel confident in booking more clients, you know, and you can kind of trip yourself up and keep yourself stuck with those, some of those sorts of lines of thinking. But I realized that that was what was causing me to not uh, propel myself forward. And I created, like I said, this mindset practice every morning for myself, which some mornings it's literally five minutes. I'm not talking about hours on here. But I was really consistent with it. And that was the key. And I was really intentional about how I wanted to feel. Because at the end of the day, when I talk about mindset work, all I'm saying is that do something that makes you feel great, that makes you feel empowered or energized or optimistic or limitless, ideally. Something that makes you just feel in a really good high vibe place. That could be all manner of different things for you. And the point is just finding something that works for you. So when I started doing that consistently, that's when my business really took off. And that is, I think, very much tied to those results that I've already shared with you in terms of um, replacing my corporate salary within three months of launching my business. Now, something that I don't often talk about is that, yes, I did that within three months of launching my business, but I actually did it in a really short, concentrated time span because for the first several weeks, if not more, I was earning nothing. So I actually replaced it even faster than three months, if you see what I mean. So it was three months from the launch of my business, but in terms of the first day that my business started making money, it was an even shorter time span than that. It just went whoosh once it happened. And that, that got me hooked. That was when I realized like, oh yes, (laughs) this is what I need to be doing. This is making all the difference for me. And so I've maintained that ever since. So Like I mentioned earlier, the key reason I continue to pay my coach now is that you can't coach yourself. And I am with her largely for the mindset support that she gives me. One of my favorite parts of coaching my clients is supporting them with their mindset because I see the same thing for the clients that really throw themselves into finding a mindset practice that works for them. Their results are just that much bigger and better. And the best part is easier. I'm not only talking about creating loads of money, but hustling to get there. I'm talking today specifically about the things that I've done, the things that you can do to, yes, make lots more money, but do it in a way that feels good. Do it in a way that doesn't feel like some kind of sacrifice or some kind of burden. Now, having your mindset on board is absolutely critical to that. So let's talk about how, how my mindset work actually relates to my fast, easy, fun success. Well, the first thing is that belief. In last week's episode, I talked about my journal entries from 18 months ago when I had no business. I didn't even really know exactly what I was going to be doing. But I at that point, just locked into that belief that I was going to do something, I was going to create a business, and I was going to be successful. And I said, within a year, and I was, I was very successful. So within, uh, let me see, so 13 months of writing that post was my first five-figure month in my business. So I'd say that's pretty decent measure of success if we're just looking monetarily at it. But I also did that without ever working more than 25 hours a week. And that's the fact I'm most proud of. But it's the belief 
that underpinned so much of that and really propelled me forward. So in terms of doing mindset work, what you want to be doing is finding a way to cultivate constantly that sense of belief in what you're doing. Because when you believe that you're going to be successful or what you're doing is important or that you're going to create your dreams, you're going to bring those dreams into reality, when you really believe in that, then the energy that you show up with in your business is completely different. It means that you believe that the strategy that you're using at this moment in time is going to work, which means that you're more likely to take more action and even more inspired action because you believe. If you don't believe in your plan, you're not really going to go after the different tasks within that plan with the same gusto as if you believe in it, right? So that's really what it boils down to. So in terms of how my mindset actually relates to my success in my business, that belief is key. And you'll have noticed if you've listened to many of the interviews on this show that belief is a key theme with many of the sort of success stories there. So how the mindset piece relates to the successes is, is it's a way of installing and continually cultivating that belief. I don't think belief is a kind of once and done thing, set it and forget it. That would be nice. <laughs> but I think it's something that takes commitment to make sure that that belief is staying buoyant. And if you notice it dipping, doing some mindset work to bring it back. And then the second part of this is just deciding how things get to be. So the reason why my business has grown fast is because I believed it, number one, but I also just decided I was going to make it happen. I decided I was going to do it on my terms. Now, my terms were working 25 hours a week, max, but enjoying the work that I'm doing and not feeling overwhelmed, overworked, any of that kind of grind, the energy. I just decided that's how it gets to be for me. And that, again, is a mindset piece, is making that decision and recommitting to that decision regularly. So this is how it gets to be for me. I've decided, so I'm going to make it happen. Because the thing that's going to slow you down, if anything slows you down in business, is your mindset. So having your mindset on point is the thing that can speed you up. So I hope that that explains the real connection between the results that I've had and the kind of results you can have and your mindset work. And I hope you can see how it isn't a nice to have. To me, it's a critical business activity, working on my mindset. And so anything that you can be doing to feel amazing, to make these decisions like, yes, this is how it gets to be for me, to bring a really great energy to the actions that you're doing, to feel open to creativity and possibility, to believe that the better it gets, the better it gets. Anything that you can be doing in those veins is going to support you and your business and business growth will always follow. Okay, and now the third thing in my top three things that grew my business fast and with ease are templates and processes. So <laughs> one of the good things about spending 10 plus years in an investment bank is that my brain is very much process driven right now. <laughs> it's just part of me that I cannot leave behind, but actually it's turned out to be very useful. So if I spend some time figuring out the best way to do something, I literally cannot help but make it into a template, by which I mean like a replicable process so that I can keep doing it the same way consistently again and again. 
And in fact, my clients will tell you that I'm always saying to them, oh, I have a template for that. Let me send it to you. (laughs) It doesn't matter what they're talking about that they need to be doing next in their business. And so how did this help me grow fast? Well, first of all, it helped me to streamline my processes and not reinventing the wheel each time you do something is not to be underestimated. Now, I know it's not the sexiest thing that you can talk about in terms of creating processes in your business, but it will save you a ton of time. And also, it can really help with things like client satisfaction, which can increase the amount of money somebody spends with you over time or how much of a brand advocate they become with you and tell their friends about you if you are doing things to a high level of quality and you're doing that consistently. So you're serving your clients, serving your audience, really well. That kind of consistency is supported by having uh, really locked in processes and ways of doing things. The other thing is, is that it makes you more efficient because you're, you aren't having to remember different steps or make the same decisions over and over again. So it actually releases a lot of that processing power from your brain, which makes you more efficient um, in terms of how you are processing things mentally, but also makes you more efficient in your actual practical tasks. And like I said, it produces consistent results because you have a consistent way of executing. So for example, if you might be thinking, okay, that all sounds good in theory, but like, how exactly does this apply? I have a template for building lead magnet landing pages. So what's a lead magnet? It's a way of enticing people to join your email list, for example. And if you have a lead magnet, then you need a page to tell people about it and get them excited about it and then hopefully sign up for it and download it or receive it. So that would be the landing page. So each time I created, say, I've done loads of three-day live stream training series within my Facebook group. I'll link that up in the show notes just in case you want to go back and watch any of those old ones. I wanted to get people to sign up so that I could send them the replays, that kind of thing. Also, uh, when it came to creating, for example, the Busy Mama's Guide to Success, I needed a landing page for that. So there's lots of reasons why you might need a landing page. So luckily, I had a template that I created the first time I created a landing page and made a template to go with it. Like I said, this is just how my brain works because I thought I don't want to have to be figuring this out again a second time if it's in you know, a couple of months. And then I've added to that and tweaked it and refined it as I have grown in my understanding of what creates a landing page that really converts, i.e. something that really entices people to sign up and has a really good conversion rate in that way, meaning that they come to your page, they can't help but want to sign up. So over time, I created this really great template and then it meant that I was able to share that with my clients as well. So even now, if I am creating a landing page, I will use that to create the copy for my landing page. Okay, so I use it to write that. And then my tech VA Claire uses it to create the structure of the landing page, like the design and where things are and how it's laid out. So I wasn't just start staring at a blank cursor or a blank document. It means that you can just kind of fill in the blanks and away you go. That saves so much time and it saves so much mental space because you aren't kind of figuring it out and worrying about it. It's just, it's there for you. You replicate it and off you go. So one of the key reasons that I've grown my business so fast is because I don't waste time on minutiae like that. I'm not kind of figuring out how to do something for the third time. I'm not trying to remember what I did last time. I've just got a easy system to put in place. 
So I have a ton of templates and processes in my business that support me. I think at this point, the count is in the 30s. That's how many I actually have. And now they're not things that I'm using always on a daily basis. Some some things I do, but you know, they're the sort of things that you might use ad hoc. And so another reason that this actually helped me grow fast isn't just because it helped me to be efficient with my activities, but it actually helped me to serve my clients better because I could show up for them really consistently, do things for them in a really efficient and high quality way. And the other thing is, is it helped me to onboard my VAs with a ton of ease. So that meant that my business grew more easily and I wasn't having to spend a ton of time training a VA and figuring things out, which is something thing that I a pitfall that I see so many people fall into and I will actually do a podcast episode on this because it's something I feel quite strongly about that we can actually hire support in our business in terms of VAs with uh, so much more ease than a lot of people end up doing but if you have if you don't have established systems and processes in your business and you try to take on a VA then you're bringing someone into a bit of a mess and a bit of a muddle and then you're trying to scrabble around trying to help him or her get set up, get involved, trying to explain how to do things. Whereas if you've got a really set and documented way of doing things, you say, here you go, off you go. That's your process to deal with now. And they can just follow the steps. Makes it so much more easy. And it means that, for example, when Carly came on board with my business, literally day one, she was valuable to me because I had all of those systems and processes in place. I had templates she could use if she needed them. And I had other ways of documenting our other processes for her to follow. So it made it super simple. So having those processes and systems and templates in place in my business was really instrumental in my business growing fast and easily, which leads me to the exciting news that I want to share. Drum roll. So, and also that topic of innovation that I mentioned at the top of the show. So I'd been creating these templates with the intention of just helping my business run more smoothly, right? But then I noticed that my clients could also benefit from them. So if a client was taking on a VA, I had a template that could help with that. If a client was writing a sales page, I had a template that could help with that. If a client was creating a challenge as a way of engaging and a Facebook group and growing her emails, I had a template that could help with that. So I started to give these to my clients as and when they required them because here's the thing. I know about us as women with families and businesses. We don't have a ton of time to be researching the best way of doing something, do we? And the last thing that we want is that information overload that we can feel. Who's with me on that? So it dawned on me that sharing these templates with my private coaching clients just as and when they needed them, so I don't give them access to all of them, just give them to them as and when they need them, would help them to avoid all of that Google or YouTube rabbit hole malarkey and save a ton of time for them. And so this is something I've been doing for a while now. Now, fast forward to last year when I was considering how to scale my business further. As a coach, it's so easy to feel like the next step in your business once you've booked out your private coaching spots is to offer some kind of group program or a course. And a course is something that I have done before. But when I surveyed my audience and my ideal clients to find out the kind of results they were really interested in achieving, I realized that actually they're not going to get those types of big results with 
a course or a group program. They really need the one-to-one, which made sense in terms of I've always found it very easy to sell my highest end coaching package, which is my six-month coaching program, because those big, bold results are the types of things that we can achieve within that six-month period of working together. But trying to help somebody through that without that uh, high-touch one-to-one contact is a lot more difficult, so by way of a course or a program. So I was also thinking, how can I then help more women and have a greater impact beyond my private coaching practice now that I'm generally fully booked or forward booking spaces? And I had a light bulb moment. I would make these templates available. And that was a moment of innovation for me because rather than go down the course or group program route, I thought, how can I help women who are feeling stuck? Okay, not to get as big results, of course, as you would get working with me one-to-one, but at least keep you moving forward and have the answers that you need and avoid that information overload that I know we're also becoming allergic to quite rightly. So helping you get those answers and not more fluff, helping you to wade through the information and just get the critical things that you need to know, plug and play, tried and tested way of doing things is what I have produced with my new, ta-da, Limitless Mother template shop. And it is officially open as you are listening to this. I am so excited. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing an extra podcast this week is in honor of the opening, the grand opening of the Limitless Mother template shop. So I'm going to put a link for it into the show notes for you, but you can go and check it out. I think you're going to love these templates as much as my clients and I do. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop and find the template that you need to get yourself moving and unstuck if you are stuck with something. So we're launching a selection of my favorite templates, but we're going to be adding more all the time. So I'll keep you ladies in the loop as and when that's happening. And in honor of opening week, and because I love you ladies for listening, over the next seven days, you can use the code YAY10 at checkout to receive $10 off your first template. Well, we can't forget this week's Dash of Woo. Oh, and while I'm on the topic, each template in the shop comes with its very own tailor-made Dash of Woo as well. Yay! I'm excited to hear what you ladies think about them. Okay, so back to this week's Dash of Woo. If there's one gift I could give you, it would be for you to feel worthy. But the thing is, is that's a gift you can only give yourself. So what does worthiness have to do with today's topic and why is it this week's Dash of Woo? Well, to invest in support whatever that might look like for you, to invest time and money in yourself, in your business, and even in your into your mindset. All of this requires you to feel worthy of that investment and that time. And unfortunately, I know it's feelings of unworthiness that so often underpin our fears, our reasons for not doing something and for not taking action. And that underpins you know, why we're staying stuck. So certainly letting go of feelings of unworthiness and embracing a sense of worthiness is something that I coach many of my clients through. But I want you to ultimately feel worthy of your dreams and your deepest desires because you are worthy of them. I just want you to know it. When you know it, then you'll feel worthy of anything that you need to do to make those dreams and desires a reality. So for today's Dash of Woo, I'd love you to think about how you can give yourself the gift of worthiness. 
Perhaps it's with some wonderful affirmations said daily. Perhaps it's a practice of self-care and self-love, showing yourself with your actions that you are worthy. Perhaps it's making a list of all the things that you like about yourself or all the things that you're proud of in your life and reading it regularly and adding to it often. Whatever you need to do, find a way to tap into that worthiness. It's there already inside of you. Just find a way to connect to it and allow it. When you do that, I promise you everything else will flow from there. You'll be able to do the things that you need to do to grow your business fast and with ease and joy. There we have it, my loves. Those were my top three things that grew my business fast. They were getting support, working on my mindset and having templates and processes to support my business and streamline my activities. Plus, we had our one dash of woo. If you want to find out more about today's show, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash growth top three. And don't forget to check out the Limitless Mother template shop over at corriejavid.com forward slash shop. I'm excited to be throwing open the virtual doors and welcoming you in. Remember to use the code YAY10, that's Y-A-Y-10, for $10 off your first template. And when you buy your first template and start using it, I want to hear about it. Let me know what you think. I always love hearing from you ladies. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.